Hello and welcome back to Tiempo Talks. I'm your host, Perla Gomez, coming to you directly from my house. That's right, we are all working from home, so if you notice a difference in quality, now you know why that is. In any case, we will keep working to bring you the best episodes we can, and today we will be discussing the rapidly evolving topic of application programming interfaces. During this episode, we will explore why APIs have seen a surge in popularity over the last decade, why it's important for businesses to develop a solid strategy, and how to overcome some of the challenges you may encounter when developing a plan. To talk about all of this, we have Jorge Gaona with us. Hello, Jorge. Welcome to the show. Uh, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Hi, Perla. Sure. My name is Jorge Gaona. I'm a solution architect in Tiempo. I've been working in web applications and services, mainly with Microsoft Technologies, over the last 20 years. Wow, 20 years. That's quite a long time. Uh, maybe you could start a conversation and tell us how you have seen the usage of APIs change during all that time. Well, it has changed a lot. In the late 90s, we started shifting from standalone independent software to applications able to communicate with each other using things like DCOM, RMI, or Corva. Then in the early 2000s, with the rise of SOAP, we got the ability to communicate systems within using different technologies through a standard protocol, opening the door to architectural sites like uh, SOA to become more popular. Fast forward around 15 years with the cost reduction generated by virtual machines and the emergency of containers, the deployment of independent services on their own infrastructure became really easy. This, in turn, opened the door to the microservices architecture style and the type of applications we see today. For example, we see the use of serverless computing services where you can have an API up and running in minutes. Um, it definitely sounds like APIs have come a long way since you first started developing software. What do you think has contributed to this search in popularity over the last 10 years? Well, first, the revolution of mobile applications that started with the first iPhone created a need for backing services. This created an environment where existing APIs can be used for other applications with your organization. If you open a shopping app on your phone, most likely it's backed by a similar set of services as the company e-commerce website. The paradigm shift made companies start offering computing services through APIs, creating a whole new market in the software industry. Long gone are the days where you needed to use libraries to connect to your SMTP server, for example, to send an email. The development efforts can be much less than having to write all by yourself. Now you can use a third-party API and maybe eight to 10 lines of code to get it done, including error management, asynchronous processing, error, error handling, and so on. Do you want to send an SMS notification instead? Well, the same API provided can help you most likely. And the same goes for other kind of services like identity management, monitoring, and so on. This reduces the undifferentiated heavy lifting for companies to provide value. You can now create a really cool software product faster than 10 or 15 years ago. Another important benefit we get from APIs is the ease of integration. 
I remember around 13 years ago, I was working on a project where we needed to integrate a homemade point of sale with a big brand ERP. The process was based on text files. So every day we generated a CSV file, copied it into a folder, then a car job was responsible for picking it up and get the data into the ERP. We were always a day behind with the sales and inventory information. And having an angry CEO because the process failed during the weekend is not a happy way to start your Monday. Now you can use APIs to integrate both systems immediately if you want to be able to know if something is not working in the same minute it happens. There's a lot of value in that for companies that need to make timely decisions. That's very interesting. How do you feel this shift is changing the software industry in terms of the models that software companies are built on and the types of products they are developing, um, the rate at which they are being created? Well, I think it's, it's like a circle. It starts with the need to build things faster. Being able to reduce code through APIs reduces the effort and the cost of creating almost any application. Now, given the value of this, a new market was created where you can find companies that are solely based on APIs. For example, RapidAPI, an API-specific marketplace, claims to have over a million developers and 10,000 APIs. Anyone can start creating services and make money out of them. A company with an existing software product or service can start making their own APIs available for the public and open the door to new revenue streams. This in turn makes it attractive for other developers or companies to integrate with off-the-shelf products uh, as one size doesn't fit all well. You can find a niche of users that require a customized version and save their needs with little effort. Is that what makes having an APA strategy so important? Yes. Uh, many organizations tend to think of APIs as just individual services. But in order to really provide value, a uh, strategy is required. You need to know where you are now, the place you want to go, and what you need to get there. A decision you make in the process gets you farther or closer to your desired goals. Not having a strategy is well, not thinking about the decision you are making and not making a conscious decision. Well, it, it's also a decision. So you can start your journey and hope for the best or plan and make measurable progress toward your destination. So we have established that organizations definitely should have a strategy for their APIs. But um, how does an organization begin the planning process? What are some of the best practices they should consider? I think uh, the most important one is thinking of your end users. And by that, I mean the developers consuming your APIs. The same way we think on UX, Having in mind the DX, which is the developer experience of using your APIs, is critical for their success. If developers have a bad experience when using your product, they'll most likely look for an alternative. And it's the same if they are internal or external clients. APIs are meant to make things easier. If that isn't the case, well, 
or on developers might start avoiding them and writing their own code to get things done and external developers switching to a competitor. Additionally, we need to think about the type of decisions we are to make. Things like language or technology of choice, accepted data types or protocols need to align with our needs. Now, the decision piece is crucial because we need to balance manage with agility. There needs to be a clear framework defining where the team members can decide freely, provide or challenge choices, or even follow the established standards. If a central point makes all the decisions, like a CTO or an architect, the evolution can be really slow. But if the team makes all the choices, chaos may arise if they forget or don't know the whole picture. And what would you say is the biggest pitfall to avoid? We tend to think from the provider perspective. It's really easy for us to create APIs that follow existing business logic or are based on a current data structure. The main question here is, do my API consumers care about this? We need to discover what their goals are and then define APIs that will help fulfill them. That's sometimes complicated, especially for companies that don't have a past experience to, to guide them. And I'm sure there are a lot of companies that have been a little slower to adopt or haven't quite figured out how to navigate this new territory yet. For these companies, what do you feel is the impact of not having a mature strategy or even no strategy at all? Mm, can I make an analogy? Yeah, sure, please. I had the chance to drive uh, from Texas to Connecticut twice. At that time, uh, I didn't own a smartphone, so I relied on a map I bought on a gas station. The first time I used a highway that took me through the Appalachian Mountains. It was winter, so the trip, even though the beautiful scenery, it wasn't like the best experience. The next time we did it, uh, I used the I-95, which is closer to the Atlantic coast. So I could avoid potentially uh, icy or snowy highways. Starting an API journey with no strategy is like making the trip with no map at all. You may have a compass, but the path to your destination is not straightforward. Sometimes you need to go south from some time, even though your destination is northeast. Having a bad strategy can take you to dangerous places like driving through a mountain highway during the winter. You may see the map, but if you don't know the implications of a specific route or haven't experienced it before, it can be dangerous for your organization. That's a very good concept, um, the roadmap. Um, could really help users to visualize a path to success. Let's keep, let's keep going with that. Let's say you started working with a new client that really wants to get in on the um, APA economy or mature their current strategy? What will their roadmap look like? Um, what will the pit stops along the way be? What terrain should they avoid? And what road signs should they keep an eye out for? Well, the first is defining the API landscape based on the business goals. Creating APIs that will be used internally only is not the same as defining services that need to comply with the service level agreement contract. Uh, we then need to consider the goals of the effort. 
might be trying to reuse existing companies or maybe make integrations within system easier. Based on this, we start defining the scope of the effort, what parts of the system or what system will be included in this effort, and so on. Then we start designing the API zone. What standards we need based on the specific requirement? Maybe it's REST, SOAP, gRPC, etc. Uh, what programming languages are best suited for the problem we are trying to solve? Uh, what are the type of responses we will return? How are we going to report error backs? Then we also need to define the governance for this kind of decisions. As we uh, talked before, uh, centralized governance is low and fully distributed decision-making process can hurt more than what they benefit. So we need to find the right mix for the organization and the defined goals. Uh, next, define how are we going to test the API's correct implementation. And this goes from choosing the tools to ensure testing is efficient, to define the source of data to replicate errors in production. Uh, sometimes data can be shared with developers for compliance reasons. So we need to consider that on the testing strategy. And then we need to think how are we going to get the APIs to production? How are we going to make the updates? What version and strategy will work best? We must not affect the applications using our APIs because we make a breakage change. Uh, we also need to think how we're going to communicate uh, to our users that we have APIs. How do they know that our API exists or where is it located? Uh, we need to think about uh, the developer experience. How do we make it easy for developers to use our APIs? Uh, it should be a pleasant experience for them even when receiving errors. And finally, we need to think about retirement. All APIs have a defined lifetime. So we need to be sure we are removing APIs that are no longer serving the initial purpose. If you don't think of it, uh, you may end up with services that are stale or no longer be used, but still consume your resources, either technical or human. What are some uh, particular organizations that you feel have a really solid API strategy right now? Who is leading the pack here? And what characteristics do you think these companies possess that other organizations can use as a template for their um, own success? Well, Amazon for sure is one of the best examples. I think it was around 2002 when Jeff Bezos turned around the company technical direction by asking that all communications between product teams should happen through APIs. Instead of sharing databases or other kinds of resources, service calls were the only permitted communication method. This paradigm change was one of the reasons for Amazon to become a huge platform that in turn triggered multiple business opportunities, AWS included. Microsoft is another example. Uh, they have created multiple APIs to serve their own needs. On top of that, many of those are available for anyone interested in leveraging their experience on a pay-per-use model. Do you want sentiment analysis or anomaly detection on your app? Maybe you can write it yourself using something like Python. Or you can call a Microsoft Cognitive Services API use their engine power and get the results back. 
both companies share an important characteristic. Even though both have multiple small independent teams working on specific features or business lines, their main goal is not creating individual services. They are thinking about the platform. That's really good advice, Jorge. I agree that it's very important for organizations to look at the big picture and think about the platform as a whole. Thank you so much for your insight and thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, Perla. I would also like to thank you, our audience. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to receive updates for future episodes, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or most other major podcast platforms. Each episode will also be posted on our website, tempodev.com, and each new episode will be announced on social media at Tempo Software on Twitter and at Tempo Development on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can also email us to podcasts at tempodev.com if you have any questions, comments, or you have a topic you would like us to cover next. Until next time, I'm Perla Gomez, and you've been listening to Tempo Talks. <laughs>